Welcome back. Here we are, week 10. Week 10? What are we going to do this week? We have a very special guest this week, Helvy. Who is that that's with us? We have Kayla. Hi, guys. Hey, Kayla. Kayla, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you know us. Okay, well, I know Hannah. We reconnected about two years ago, almost. And we actually did yoga together. And ever since then, we've kind of been delving into like the more spiritual side of reality and learning all about that stuff and then healthy i've known him since like 2012 quite a long time since ninth grade and then he was my teacher yeah we just know each other from that teacher bond we just we have all these teacher student bonds years later how can that be positive impact that you know lasts for a long time Birth charts, ask me. <laughs> yeah, birth <laughs> charts. You're going to have to get me explaining all that stuff to me. It's interesting. It is. Like, we were talking this morning about how your um, your ascendant is like square your north node. So that's supposed to mean that you're really supportive of like your family and stuff because it's in cancer, which in my opinion is why you're a teacher and why you have this huge family and you're so supportive of everybody. Well, and it goes both ways too. So it's not just like it's this me bringing in because if if you don't treat me right, I don't, you know, I, I do care up to a certain point, but I'm not going to carry on something after school. So if what year did you graduate? Uh, 2015. So 2013 to 2015. So you guys did go to school together. Yeah. yeah. So I we was, were there for like a year yeah. or two. I think you were a freshman and sophomore when I was a junior, senior. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of saw each other and stuff. I remember there was one time where you were talking about like bathroom etiquette. And I really remember Hannah being there, but we weren't like super close back then. Oh, was this the day when you were drawing on the piece of paper, yeah. the, the urinals? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yep. I totally forgot about that. I do. And I remember you were like on our school's, what do you call it? Like, um, student leadership. Yeah, yeah. Student council. And you did a big pep rally or something. And you shared like your background, your story from before then. I remember like, I remember you from that and stuff. But yeah, we weren't really close until the last like year and a half and stuff. But it's been interesting. Yeah. Lots of memories together. <laughs> well, and, but your paths from your post high school education have brought you together. Yeah. And and again, it's I don't know if esoteric is the right word, but it's that it's that spiritual side. But it's not what we're used to being here. So Kayla wasn't raised in the dominant faith here. I was not. Thank the Lord. Yeah, if you believe in that. Yeah. <laughs> and and then Hannah wasn't really extremely active. And then there was me who was over the top crazy, yep. drank the Kool-Aid, everything oh, else. Man. Yeah. So we brought Kayla in today because she had a topic that she wanted to discuss and we thought would be really, really good. So the other day, Helvi and I were talking about just some of his past stuff. And he was talking about how he didn't think that pain was something that like humans or people really need to experience and along with like pain just anything really negative or toxic in our lives and it just got me thinking to where like I completely disagreed with him you know like I think that pain is extremely valid and like needed in the world and so it really got me thinking like what is that concept and the word that popped up to my mind was duality so I really wanted to you know talk to you guys about your takes on duality and then express someone like the more historical and scientific facts on it. Yeah. So Helvi and I, when we were kind of planning for this week's episode last week um, at the coffee shop, what was it called? Let's give a shout out. Rugged Grounds. Rugged Grounds in Provo is so cute. Really awesome, like vintage, retro atmosphere. It was just so fun, a really great experience. But when we were um, kind of planning for this, we were talking about duality and Helvi was like, no, if I could go my whole life without stress, that is what I do. 
And, you know, and then I kind of called him out. I was like, well, listen, now you're having to, you know, go through these lessons and these experiences now because you've been stagnant and trying to avoid that pain Mm -hmm. and that suffering for how many years? And whereas we are young and we are trying to, you know, accept and move through and grow with the pain and the suffering or the trials or whatever it is, it helps us have that duality and to have that yeah. awareness. Whereas you're just getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying my life has been easy up until now? No, no. I no. wish though. <laughs> yeah. And on that, like, I really think that, you know, if you were happy all the time, like all the time and you were never sad, how would you ever know what happiness was if you had nothing to compare it to? Yes. You know, like that's how I try and look at it. Like I would never. Yeah, I would just never be able to experience it because I wouldn't know any difference. I, I used the example with Hannah. I don't know if I did, did with you, Kayla, but I, I said, you know, growing up in Southern California, I love two seasons. I like fire and mudslide season, you know, and that's, that, the, that's it. So you get, you get the, you get the warm weather with the fires and you get the, the, the rain with the mudslides. So there's only barely two seasons, you know, barely gets cold. I can live in that the rest of my life and I'm okay. I don't need the four seasons. So I, I think I base my thoughts off of that. And that's, you know, that's still not right. See, and that is really interesting because for me, I, I love like fall. I love the turning of the leaves and I love the fall fashion, like leggings, sweaters, boots. It's so comfy and cute. I'm not a winter fan and I don't really love summer or spring, but I appreciate spring so much more because it's been so cold. And I think that just goes for everyone. Like it'll be 50 degrees outside in February and everyone's outside. But it's if it's 50 degrees in September or October, everyone's like, it's fucking freezing. We're going indoors. Whereas you can appreciate that warmth and that vitamin D because it's been gone for so long. That's like kind of where I'm getting that duality thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winter though, if, if living in Iowa, going to school back there and then living in Utah, there's no such, uh, not winter, there's spring. There's no such thing as spring here because it comes and it goes. Yeah, it could it's like be so quick. I mean, we were out coaching soccer one year and it was June and it snowed on us in June. And so that drives me crazy because once we hit March 20th or whatever, we're done with winter. Goodbye winter. See ya. Get out of here. Don't come back. But it comes back all the time. And so I don't like that. I don't like the uncertainty of it. And that might be part of the problem because I don't like being surprised by things. Yeah, I mean, that's a human problem, uncertainty and not being able to control. I mean, that goes back to a couple episodes ago is having that uncertainty and not knowing whether you can't control something or what's going to happen. That's kind of a human problem. And what can we do about that with duality? I also think that like you're talking in ways of like extremes, you know, like it has to be either extremely cold or extremely hot or it has to be fires or it has to be mudslides, you know. Like there's a middle ground to everything. And I think that that's kind of what we have to find. Like it doesn't have to be this way or that way. It just means that with both of those, we can find that middle ground and have that whole picture. You know, that was my thought too, is is as soon as I said that the part about, you know, the winter coming back was extremes and that's, I am very black and white. I was going to say, that's your black and white thinking. And I'm trying to get out of the black and white. And then also because of therapy, my therapist is always saying, can you hold space for that too? And I think that's what you're saying and you're saying both. And by the way, I think it's so cool that you guys are comfortable to call the old man out anytime. I love how you guys say, well, I called you out. And and Hannah called me out. She called me out. She didn't even hold back. back Like if we don't, how are you ever going to know the difference? Yeah, it's from love. There is no difference, you know? But you think about it though, there should be a power dynamic, two things, a male 
Second, I'm your your what superior. is superior, but you don't you don't take that, and that means the world to me. That's funny because I don't I don't think of it I that way. You not. know, <laughs> I think that like that's your version of reality, but like that's not ours. Like, I think of you like my dad. You know, like yeah. I'm just someone sitting down with someone I care about talking. It's but, not like you're this scary big man. You know, you're just healthy. And that's good. And that's the way it should be. But we don't, we don't see those dynamics in the world today, but maybe, maybe we'll make that change. And again, mm-hmm. podcasting is one way to do it too. Yep. Yeah. Duality. So I think that where I have to look at it is not this or that or either, or it's okay. This we, we've that. Yeah. This and that. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going down the path. It's going to snow today, possibly. Okay. Tomorrow. It could be eighty degrees. All right, let's Especially just in Utah. let's let's go to let's go to hoodie weather. You know, I like hoodies, hoodies, hoodies. Uh, you said hoodie, and I was thinking hoodie and the blowfish. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. So duality is 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 something hard too. And we were talking when I when I picked up Hannah today about just religion, and there is no place for duality. If you ask me, it's right or wrong, good or bad. So it does create that black and white environment. Like I said, I drank the Kool-Aid. I was a firm believer. So, yeah, I mean, I totally, you know, I was too, just because I didn't grow up in Utah and stuff doesn't mean I didn't believe in my faith. Like, especially growing up in America, you can't escape it. Like you really can't. It's built into our foundations and stuff. So my mind with that is that like I personally, since I've left the church, I don't believe in religion. And I think that that is a human made concept that's been like very twisted around to portray a spirituality that's not there you know and then tell a bit about your church experience what it is because you're not mormon right you're a christian yeah so i was born in utah and my parents were you know raised here and stuff and they were actually catholic so when i moved out to texas we were catholic most of the time but if you know anything about you know that southern part of the country there's a lot of baptists and stuff out there so we definitely started going to the baptist church and i was very religious i think that a lot of people in utah don't know that but i was extremely religious and so moving back like it was hard growing up in utah and stuff but it just made me realize like there's so many different views that you can have on the world like what makes me right and yours wrong you know so that's where i really try to just tone into like well, what do I really believe? Like if there's so many thoughts and stuff out there, like what is God? What's spirituality? You know, like what, who am I? Why are you showing emotion right now? What's, what's, what's coming up? I just, you know, I'm just emotional. <laughs> it's, it's painful. And I said earlier too, you were Christian Mormons yeah. believed to be Christian also, but it's, it's a painful thing to grow up here as a non yeah. LDS person. Like I know just in my family, like, I mean, I've had plenty of experiences, but like my parents and stuff, like they got their bones broken and stuff just for not being Mormon here. You're okay. <laughs> this is a safe place. Yeah. But yeah, so it's hard being like not religious and, or not Mormon in Utah. And it really just makes you cross question like everything here. And it really just, yeah, opened my eyes to a whole nother world. It's, it's an us versus them mentality that has to stop it. That's something we can't stop it within this room and within our circle of influence. We're going to, we're going to make that change. Yep. And I went to church with you one time. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
And it was actually a really neat experience. I, I've been to church with Taylor too. <laughs> because like, I was like, these people are following a cult. Like, what the heck? Yeah. You know, people that aren't from Utah, like coming in from my background and stuff, I was like, what are they thinking? Like, there's a whole nother world. And of course, I thought I was right. And then I knew everything. I was like, just come and see what other, like what else is out there, you know? So even going back to them, like I knew there was something that all of us could get from other experiences and other religions and stuff, you know? And the thing too, is when we went to church with you, it wasn't really to go to church and to have a God experience. Yeah. It was to be with you. Yeah. It was to be with, we went with your mom and your brother and your yeah, sister. Yeah, just to have fun. Like I didn't, I really tried hard not to push my religion on people because like I've had my best friends push a book of Mormon with their testament on to me, you know? And it just like, so yeah, it was hard like being pushed a religion on in Utah and I just didn't want people to feel like that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that's that's not easy, and it and it's hard. And I watched that as a teacher, and it it destroyed me. And I did my best to, again, to be that all inclusive, safe place. There was this one girl that Holly. I don't know. You probably knew Holly. I Holly. And and she would go into yeah. the principal's office, and she'd be so pissed off, and she's like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you!" And they're like, "You're suspended." You're, and she kept getting suspended. And I walked in there, and I said, "You know what? The next time she tells you to fuck off." Take her to my room. I'll take her into that that, that extra room. Back, yeah. yeah. And and we'll sit there and she can tell me I'm the biggest motherfucker she's ever met in her life. And I won't take offense to it. If, it, if an adult told me that, I would take offense. And they actually did it. They brought her into the room. They let her go off. And then she just calmed down. And then she went back to class. Yep. And it's just like, you know, it's not the words. It's not the beliefs. <laughs> yeah. It's the human and and I don't think we ever understand that. And we never get that, at least here. It was so different growing up in California. I think yeah. here, especially with this religion, it's what they focus on that makes such a difference. They focus on sin. They focus on us versus them. They focus on checklists. You know, yes. And if you can't you can't live your whole life that way. You can't. And I'm I've been reading, we talked about this um just in the car on the way here. I'm reading this book by Eckhart Tolle called A New Earth, A Great Awakening. And in the beginning of this book, he talks about, um, he, well, he talks about Jesus Christ and Buddha and all these really big influential leaders or spiritual or religious leaders and how um, the actual meaning of what sin is today is not what sin meant, you know, 500 years ago. Sin actually means to miss the mark to miss the point. If someone's telling you something and it just goes right over your head, like you just don't get it. That is what sin means. And so when Jesus Christ was going around talking about people sinning, he was talking about people not understanding the point of life and not understanding that we are a community and that we are one race and that there's all of these spiritual, magical vibrations that happen every day as long as you are looking for them and you are understanding mm -hmm. them. That was what Jesus Christ was really talking about when, when he was talking about sinning. And I put that in quotes because I, I just love the way he explains that and how the word sin today means nothing like that. The word sin yeah. today means when I think sin, I think bad, hell, I, I'm a terrible person, mm -hmm. horrible, evil. Like I just, it just makes you feel so uncomfortable and so bad. And to have the understanding that that is not what sin is was like such a light bulb for me. And I think that goes along with this religion when you can understand that what they're saying to you is just basically bullshit. And that if you look at sin from the point of 
oh, I just kind of missed the mark. You know what? And I can go back and learn this or I can go back and talk about this more, educate myself more. I think that's a really great way to look at it. Jesus is an interesting figure. Yes, he's uh, got a lot of interesting things. Yeah, especially, you know, the parts that aren't mentioned in the Bible. I yeah. think that that's a very interesting part of his life. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be really, really good if people would read their scripture. And I don't care what scripture you're talking about, but if you read the whole thing. With an open mind. Yeah, and and the, I'm talking about the whole thing from book or from book into book and from cover to cover. And there, there would be a lot more understanding of really what's out there there and not the things that just make you feel better or make you feel bad to become a better person. I don't need to feel bad to become a better person. Yeah. I feel like we kind of got off on a spiritual That's or like okay. a religion tangent. It happens. But circling back, I just want to circle back to duality because it kind of falls in line with the spiritual aspect that we're talking about. But keep in mind, it's not the religion aspect. So try and differentiate Religion and spirituality when we're talking about this. Okay. Well, define define spirituality for yourself. Um, so for me, it's just connect. Okay. I really think that our spirituality and stuff is our consciousness. Like that's the best way I can describe it to people. And if you look at like science and stuff behind your consciousness and your awareness, like there's no proof that it comes from your head or your brain. Like there's absolutely no proof. Like they can't do it. But we know so much about the brain. And of course, like we're always exploring more, but. To me, that's just like another thing that like I'm conscious without my body, if that makes sense. And so to me, that's like my spirit. My consciousness is my spirit. And that's what I try and connect with in my spirituality. Not some God, not even necessarily the universe or anything else. Just like me and myself and my consciousness. So how did knowing or thinking that way, how do you connect with others if it's not through a religion or a God? So, I mean, I really believe in all of the religions. I think that all of them have some gleaming aspect in them of the truth. And maybe not the religions that we practice them now and today, but definitely back if you go back to the original texts and stuff, like there's always, even Jesus, like he was an amazing figure that changed history. Like you can't deny that at all. So I don't, I just look at them like, you know, they're just experiencing what they need to experience in this reality. You know, like, I'm not here to judge anybody. Like, why should I tell them that's wrong? Like, if they need to experience that, you know? Right, right. So going back to duality as as we're living our lives today. And so me as the old man, you guys as the, the young kids, how do you how do you take somebody like me? You know, I, I'm making my changes and, and stuff, but how do you help somebody like me learn to live in a world of duality? Because you're saying duality is very positive. It's a very good experience. I mean... It doesn't always have to be. And I think that's one thing that especially the new age spirituality and stuff really overlooks. Like things aren't always rainbows and sunshine all the time. Like you and that's part of the duality. Like you have to go through that negative experience in order to find the good or to be able to know what the difference feels like to me. You didn't call me out, Hannah. I was I was actually labeling that and putting a good or a bad. And I didn't I didn't catch that until she said, but I'm not like duality, good or bad. There's no such thing. Yeah, and I I totally agree with you. I think duality has to be the good and the bad or the right and wrong, the light, dark, yin, yang, however you want to put it. It has to be both. It has to be all because you can't go through this life just experiencing only the good. Or it would suck. how, How would you know it was good if you didn't have 
anything less than good. If you didn't have anything, let's quote, bad, end quote, or suffering or pain, if you didn't have any of that, how would you be able, like, how would you know the good is good? How could you appreciate it when you have no, like, measure of appreciation? Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes makes total sense. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. kind of how I look at it. And I kind of had a revelation the other day. And I, I Snapchatted you. I got um, inspiration from you because you did it on Thursday, the new moon. You you're, took pa- you're pointing at Kayla too. A, yeah. Sorry, and I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm pointing at Kayla. I know I forget you guys can't see me. Um, you posted a Snapchat or you Snapchatted me or something on Thursday of the full moon doing I, probably just a self-love or just a yeah. full moon or it a new moon It was the ritual. Chinese New Year on Friday. Yeah, the, the Lunar New Year, right? Yep. Yeah. So um, you you were taking just like a rose petal bath and you had your candles. And I was like, yes, that is something I haven't done in a long time and I need to do. And a lot of the time when I take a bath, I either bring a book in with me or my phone. And then I end up like Pinterest scrolling for like an hour in the bath or I will read for an hour in the bath. And this time I was like, I'm not going to bring anything in. I just brought like my selenite, my rose quartz, some Himalayan salt and some like bubble bath. And I brought um, a candle. I brought my amethyst. And so when I was in the bath, I was just holding my amethyst and focusing on kind of my intuition and connecting to my guidance. And I kind of had a revelation that this really shitty time that I've been going through, we've been kind of talked about some of this, but a lot of recent shit has been happening. And I just realized like clear thought, my higher power, my guidance told me that someday I was going to have the opportunity to make a difference in someone's life, like a huge difference. But I wouldn't be able to do that unless I went through all of this right now. I'm getting a little emotional because I can just like feel the truth resonating in this. Someday I'm going to have an or- an organization or, you know, a company or something where I am going to be able to help women who have been in my position. And if I didn't have all the experiences that I have right now, I wouldn't be able to do that in the future. And that, to me, I'm wondering, like, is that a part of duality? Being able yes. to recognize, yeah, see, I would agree. Yes. Recognizing that I I have these trials right now. And even though I don't have, again, quote, the good, end quote, right now, I know that that good or that positive is coming because of the suffering right now. I agree. I see that a lot in healthy stuff, too. Like, I feel like that's the reason why you're so drawn to working with kids and stuff because you've been in their position and you know what it's like to hurt when they're young. When we, when you came over the house a couple of weeks ago and we had that interview, you know, if I didn't have that experience at 12 years old being molested, who knows what would have changed. But the one thing that did change is I went from being the athlete to being the coach. And so by my senior year, I was coaching soccer as a 17 year old. And then 35 years later, you know, who said it today? Somebody said, my family, Kayla said, my family is huge and and my family is huge. I mean, you came over that Sunday. She came over Monday, Saturday before you, two young men came over just to talk. And I didn't know what was going on. Then they send, they send a text message to me and said, thanks. We just need to get some stuff off our chest. I'm like, dude, all we did was talk about cars. I didn't tell them that, but it was like, okay. Okay. So it was just, it was just, you just needed somebody different. Yep. And yeah. I don't know how you don't see that in yourself. Cause like you're, you're a beacon of light. Like that's what you are. Everybody's drawn to you like little moths. I'm just this, coming to you. Yeah, I say this all <laughs> the time. Like, so my car is broken down right now. And so healthy came and picked me up and on the way back down, I've been recently kind of reconnecting with another one of, um, 
a, a student. His name is Sam. And we've kind of been reconnecting. And he was even saying, he was like, healthy is the best. Like he always, you know, had that time for us after school. If we needed to come in and study, he made sure his classroom was open. You always had this safe space. And that was just like, yes, yes. Because I didn't even like connect the dots to healthy and Sam having this like bond. But seriously, every everybody was just moved did. and impacted by you. Everyone. And it's it, it really just uh, eats me to hear that. But it's funny because I've kept, I'm trying to say it's funny, but I keep saying it's it. It's interesting. It's interesting, but I'll, I'll change it to that. I've, I keep a lot of the stuff. So if, if you've given me anything, I've got it still, but even I have a boogie board hanging in my room that the seniors the first year signed for me. And then I have a sword from Merit that Hannah and I have a picture. She yeah, was there that day. I that she, yeah, yeah. And I got that sword. I, when I had my breakdown in 2018, I got mad at my students, but I was going through this withdrawals from Cymbalta and I hurt them. And, and so I, I walked away because I hurt kids and I don't want to hurt kids. The crazy thing is, is they never thought I hurt them. I was going to say, why do you think you hurt them? It's because I got mad and I lost my cool, but they, they understood what was going on because Twyla was in the classroom too with me. And so they knew that the struggle was there and that Twyla was taking over a bunch, but I, I couldn't see past that because again, I, the duality was, I should have never stepped into that other side, but really there's no shoulds. If I stepped in. If you hadn't in. done that, would yeah. you have left? Cause you were saying you were going to leave when I was there and I that's was, three years after. Yeah. I was, I was always threatening cause they were always asking me to do more and more and more. And I was so burned out. Exactly. So if you hadn't blown up, what would have happened? Would, would you still be there? Probably. I and, think you would. Yeah duality yeah because like you had to have that to get out before we even were there you had problems you yeah. know like when yep. i started my junior year i heard from like all of my friends the problems with the administration and just like the hurdles that the administration and teachers were having to go through and that was before i even got there and you stayed until 2018 the universe was like hey pay attention healthy yeah i had many opportunities <laughs> to leave and i didn't i exactly. didn't listen because i thought that i owed everything to that school. And I've, I've now realized that I don't, and I've gotten better. I, I make more decisions for myself. I finally did some stuff for our Roby school where I've got marine biology and biology online. And it took me about 36 hours to get my courses up there, copying over from another place to another place. And, but it's funny cause the stress is really high right now. So guess what I dreamed about all night last night? Oh, no. I was in the classroom Great with game. the kids. Yeah, I don't grade. It's just, I'm in the classroom with the kids and trying to make sure that they're having a good time and to make sure they're safe. And I think my problem is, is that I don't trust the kids that they know that they're okay. I'm always thinking that there's a struggle. There's something going on that you they're not going to be safe at home. You always think that you need to help them. That's it. You're right a there. fixer. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So again, duality. How do you, how do you hold space for that? It's a conscious effort. You got to just like working out and staying fit. Like you got to keep your mind sharp. You like for me, especially when you're new to it, you really have to work with it you know so sometimes i'll catch myself like thinking something and i'll be like why am i even thinking that like that makes no sense that's not my reality that's not what i want to do that's not where i want to go like get out of here with that crap I yeah that i love that recently i've been doing like the same thing i'll have a thought and or i'll have like a train of thoughts and i'm like wait this is not me this is my ego you know, I'm like, okay, this is my ego. This is not who I am. And then you can kind of understand 
where that's coming from. Last night, I just was like so, so sad. And like I realized today it's because I'm on my period. But last night, it just like, you know, hormones, you just are like, why am I so sad? (laughs) Nobody likes me. And I was like how I was feeling. And then I was like, wait a second. Why am I even sad right now? And I was able to identify. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm on my period. Like I have a hormone imbalance right now that makes me a little extra sad. And that's totally valid. Totally okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to let myself be sad then and not feel bad about being sad. Exactly. That's and my therapist always says, why don't you just allow yourself to go through it? Like, yeah. no, I gotta fight it. I gotta fight the tears. I gotta fight the pain. Why? I, I agree with you. Why? Well, next time, just don't. I've been just telling think him about it in weeks. the moment. Like you, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you just catch yourself. Well, it's it's being like you said. It's it's being cognizant of what's going on. And I, I and I'm thinking about something that Hannah said. It's it's so funny. My brain just going 100 miles an hour because you said something, and I was glad Hannah jumped in because I'm like going. Hannah was just talking about that, but then Hannah did something last week, and I don't want to go into the details okay. of it. She she called me or texted me. She's like, or maybe we talked after the podcast. She goes, I need some help with something, and I need to I need to speak with this person. What do you think I should do? Oh yeah. And I thought it was really cool that she asked us for help because it's a very touchy situation, and I don't want to give the wrong advice. But I don't want to not, I don't want to give advice when it's not asked, but when it's asked, I want to give advice. Mm-hmm. And I love that she asked for that help. And I love that I felt comfortable saying, this is what I think would be great. And then I love what she did. And it's it's all worked out pretty good for her. And I respect that. That took a, oh man, I don't think I could have done what you did. It was the Leo <laughs> full moon, bro. The Leo full moon was like, here, take a hint. Confidence boost. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Well, thank God for Leo, because that was a great example. Goddess. That's my thing. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to correct you. Um, Whatever your (laughs) belief is, I just I'm doing like this, um, like reframing in my mind where because we grew up in this religion, it's God or Heavenly Father. And for like years, I was doing universe and now I'm kind of switching it to goddess. So I didn't mean to correct you. My bad. Well, I don't I don't believe in a specific God. I believe that if I can touch you and be in your presence, that's what I want. I want that human interaction, not not that. I don't want to use the word spiritual anymore. I don't want that ghostly interaction. I yeah. love that that ghostly like hold. It over does you. like religion just makes you think that there's some guy up there like being like just Yo, judging what's you. Up? And it's constantly. it's not that. Yeah, it's something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree there. But duality. Sometimes we think that things uh, that is so obvious to us. It's like math teachers. I don't think math teachers can teach because they all understand math. They don't understand how to explain that two plus two is four. Why is two plus two four? A kid might want to know why two plus two is four, and they don't know how to grab two sticks or two Reese's peanut butter cups and two more and make four. So something like this, how can we help others understand or get a plan? Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard. I feel like this whole time we've been talking about it, like it's easy because we've all been through it and we all know what to do, but it's really hard, especially at first. So my biggest thing that, you know, really started making it easier for me to practice was just accepting those negative feelings when they come and when they arise and not like putting judgments on them. So many times we get caught on like a mousetrap where we're like, wow, I didn't do my homework wow, I'm going to get an a, like an F on my test. Wow. Well, now I can't do this. Now I'm not going to get accepted into college now, like all this. So just like sitting and being like, wow, I didn't do my homework. It happened. So what, you know, and just like trying to be as conscious as you can in that moment to just not go anywhere with it, you know, and even that in itself is really hard, but 
Like, I don't know. I feel like being aware is the first step. Once you're aware, everything else will fall into place. This yeah. comes back to our fight, flight, freeze. We can we can fight, flight, or we can freeze or appease, but we might do something, but it says, okay, as long as we don't stay in that flight response or that freeze response. Yep. Take a minute. Take a breath before you decide what you're going to do. You know, Think about it first. Think before you speak. That type of mindset. <laughs> yeah. And remember, you're a human having a human experience. So you're not going to immediately pick this up and then be completely self-aware and like overnight or even a week or a month. Yeah. Like we, Kayla and I said, we've been doing this for like two years on this journey, this spiritual journey where we're becoming more self-aware of ourselves and our feelings and the ego, you know, so it's not going to be easy. Like Kayla said, it's, it's easier said than done, but you know, being aware, self-aware and understanding that you're human and you're not perfect is the best place to start. I love that you said that. I think another thing that really helps is not having those expectations that we put on ourselves. Like our society today is freaking nuts. If you think about it, like why the hell do we have jobs? Why do we have cars? Like, why do we have all this crazy stuff? And what is the worst if we didn't? We're going to be living in a forest. Oh, no. Like, oh, it doesn't no. sound that bad these days. <laughs> well, you just look at the house we're in here and how many rooms we have. There's four of us here. We have the one extra room, which is our podcasting room. But we really don't need all this extra space. But we're, we're having to work to pay for this extra space. Yeah. Right. Like, why? Or like money. Money's not even real. I know. Like what in the hell? So if you just like think about those weird ass things, like I feel like it helps you just realize that we're just these tiny little humans living on this tiny little earth in this tiny little universe. Like if you just zone, like zoom out for a minute, like none of this matters. Why are you getting so worked up about it? It's okay. Yes. Tomorrow's going to come. Yeah, it definitely comes come for how many whether you wanted to or not (laughs) i was when i was driving out to pick you up and i was thinking why do i get so upset about what's going to happen in 20 years if i'm still alive when i've got today and i probably have tomorrow too more than likely it's a high chance why am i looking so far into the future and not saying what can i do today okay it's snowing outside all right big deal i don't have to go anywhere oh my gosh that is so cool i don't have to go anywhere and i chose and I wanted to pick you up because Thank it's like. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you're like, well, no, I could, you know, you and Kayla can do it. It's like, no, this is our thing. I want to do it. And plus, I don't mind. It gets me out of the house. And so it's, it's a good thing. Plus, Duke called me healthy today. It's oh my the God. first time he said my name. Oh, and I feel you. like a king. <laughs> I think the one thing that we missed is why duality. Right. Yeah. So that's actually really interesting. And this goes back to like on everybody's perspective. And so whenever you're thinking about duality, there's a lot of different versions of it. So mostly the one we've been talking about is duality, as we know today. But there's actually like a philosophy called dualism. And that's kind of where I why I think that duality plays a part in our life. So dualism is talking about that spirit, that consciousness that we've been kind of talking about. And then also the other aspect of it is physicality so in my mind like I am this consciousness and I'm a spirit but I'm also my physical body and stuff you know like they're two different aspects within one yes and so I think that's why like when we're in these human physical bodies and realm like we have to be able to experience these dualities throughout our lives because it's the base of our existence 
I like the saying that um, I think it goes, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. And I think it's perfect for what you just said, because you are you're you are two beings. You are a spiritual being and a human being, you know, coming together to have this basically this experience, like this adventure in this lifetime to learn and to grow. But you are a spiritual being. You are two beings. I love that. Exactly. That's uh, possibly a topic for another day. Another day, because <laughs> now we're going into the realm of in my brain is what happens after we die. I was taught one thing, and now my belief is I'm not going to worry about it. But the conscious. Who cares? Why are you? Who cares about what happens after you die? Okay. People say that they're like, well, I can't believe in that because, you know, what about heaven or hell? Or when I people when I say I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, people always ask me, so do you believe like people go to heaven or like hell after you die? I'm like, I don't fucking know. It's not my business. I mean, how would we know? Yeah. Why do you think you're right anyway? Like nobody fucking knows. And it doesn't matter. We are living today. You don't live when you're dead. Focus on what you can do today. Focus on what you can learn today or grow today or help someone today. What does it matter when you're exactly. dead? Who cares? And it might help to think of it as in like you have an outer reality, right? Like you can see things, you can touch things. And for me, like it's just kind of where you draw that line. So me, myself, I draw my line of like my outer world includes my emotions. It includes my thoughts and my feelings and like what's inside my head. But for some people that might be where they draw the line, like they think that they're in a world, their consciousness is their emotions and their thoughts. So it could also be like that thing where there's an outer and then there's an inner world. Like it doesn't have to be spiritual and physical. It can just be that whatever you or decide before to. before and after. Yeah. It's just it. We're just here. Yeah. See, that's me putting meaning to things. And again, that's where I need to change. And see, I got called out right there. And I love that because you're right. 100%. And I, I think, again, there's even deeper because you just brought something else up that we'll I'll talk about <laughs> know, some other time. Really going deep here. Yeah. It's else. And you talked about where you can put it in two places. Okay. Wait a minute now, <laughs> but, but let's save that though. Honestly, let's talk about putting it, putting this emotions in one place or this in yeah. one place or thoughts in one, because there, there's something deeper there. So I think that that was really helpful once again, and I'm really glad you came today and opened up to us. Of course. I would, I loved being here. Thank (laughs) you for being our first guest. We are so grateful and honored that you're here. I'm honored. Thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget, be happy. (laughs) 